Hello, it's Wednesday, 15th of November, and it's, uh, where's the time? Half past six, half six in the morning. Had a problem with the computer. So I had recorded this yesterday on my Surface Pro, just in case the computer didn't work. And the audio was awful on its internal microphone. Dreadful. Anyway, thanks to my son in North Carolina, the computer is up and running, new SSD drive, Blah, blah, blah. Won't bore you with that. OK, let's move on. I can't see the flag at all or the cherry tree, but I popped outside just now and there's a very little breeze. It's 9 centigrade, which is 48 Fahrenheit. The barometer is 1020 millibars, so that's raised a little bit from the other day. And the humidity is 89%. We had lashing rain yesterday morning and then a beautiful day. And today is meant to be beautiful as well, all day according to my weather forecast anyway, which I don't believe. <laughs> we will see. We shall see later. Now then, Ray, nice to hear from you. Ray was talking about a podcast episode I did, I don't know when it was, Ray, ages ago, wasn't it? Uh, changes, things that have changed from the 50s and 60s to these days. And he mentioned televisions. Well, I used to repair tellies back in the 60s, the 70s. I was a TV engineer, a radio and TV technician would you believe wow that sounds impressive basically i mended tellies and i do remember the changes taking place from the tellies made in the 50s full of valves and breaking down every five minutes into the 60s late 60s early 70s transistors ic's everything changed they became more reliable and of course today you don't have a telly breakdown how often does your tv break down back then TV engineers were out all over the place in their vans and their estate cars mending tellies at the radio and TV workshop I, I was at. There must have been 40 outside engineers in vans, 30 or 40 at least, and they were all kept busy every day going around mending people's tellies. Of course, a lot of people rented televisions back then. I don't know whether they do now. But back then, because they were always breaking down, it was expensive to call someone out to have it repaired, especially when it kept going wrong. So they rented televisions. But that's all changed, hasn't it? Thank you for all your emails. I have one here from Wendy. Hello, Wendy. From, where are you? Up north somewhere. I forget. I did write it down. I can't remember. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about where you lived. Wendy from somewhere or other. Anyway, you said that you listened to the podcast where I mentioned my mother when she was 12, 13, always being late for school because the, uh, she missed the bus, basically. She had to do her paper round and missed the bus. Not every single day, but most days she missed the bus. You're saying that you had the same thing. You are 86, Wendy, which is good. Glad you like the podcast, by the way. Thank you for your lovely comments. You said when you were at school, you lived in a, an outlying village, and the bus was unreliable in the winter. It kept breaking down. Because back in those days, as you point out, Vehicles, buses, cars weren't as reliable. And there were two or three of you that were constantly late for school because this bus had broken down and your teacher didn't believe you. Yes, I know teachers. I had teachers like that. They didn't believe me when I said it wasn't me smoking behind the bike shed. <laughs> Happy days. Anyway, the teacher went to the headmistress. And you say, Wendy, that the headmistress phoned the bus company and they confirmed your your story, which they thought was a story. It wasn't a story, it was a fact. The bus did keep breaking down. 
and you say that halfway, what was it, three miles to school, halfway to school, one winter, one severe winter, the bus broke down, there's snow everywhere. No, it didn't break down, sorry, it got stuck in the snow. And that was it, you're all sitting in the bus. The chap had to keep the engine running to keep the heater going, and you had to sit there for, what was it, you said two hours until you were rescued by a farmer on a tractor. <laughs> oh, happy days indeed, Wendy. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think a lot of people that lived in outlying villages from other emails I've had in the last week or so, they're all saying the same thing, that it was difficult to get to school back then. Because now, mum takes them in the Chelsea tractor. you heard of a Chelsea tractor, haven't you? That's these big four-by-four four things. What are they called? S SUVs or something. Anyway, there we are. I didn't go to school in a Chelsea tractor. I had to walk or go on the bike. Love to hear from you. Raise rants at protonmail.com. Be great to hear from you with your comments. Were you late for school ever? As I said last week, I was never late for school because I didn't go half the time. No, that's not strictly true. I'd, I did go to school quite a lot, but I played truant quite a lot. OK, next Sunday is approaching. We're on Wednesday now. It's quarter to seven. I shall see you on Sunday with the hour-long episode, so we look forward to that. Don't know what it's about yet, but no doubt I will find something interesting and hopefully hear from you with some interesting comments. Take care, behave yourselves, <laughs> and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Bye-bye for now.